0: Welcome back to episode 25 of Skates at the Stakes. I'm your host, AJ DeVito. It's been pretty rough. The homecoming did not turn out too well. Some sickness is going around. We got the good old COVID and we stink. But games postponed. We'll get into all that real quick. First off, let's talk to Jake. Jake, how you doing?
1: Uh um. I'm good, man. It was, it was good to be home for a week. I'm back upstate now, which kind of sucks, but um, it's good to be in that holiday season.
0: Yeah, I'm holiday season exciting. I am also booking a trip to Montreal, so I'm so gassed for that right now. I'm going to go to a Habs game, obviously. Drinking age is 18 up there, so I might get myself in a little bit of trouble, too. Who knows? And last but not least, Ryan, how are we doing today?
2: Hey, I'm uh, doing good. Just uh, hanging out right now, watching some Kraken versus Sabres. Um, You know, both teams in this game, one team has five goals, the other has three at the moment, so it's more goals than we've seen from the Islanders in about a week, so that's pretty nice. Uh, But yeah, no, I'm excited to talk about the team today. More like a month. Did Jordan Everly also just get hurt? Uh, He only played seven minutes tonight, and I haven't seen him out here yet, so... Do it that as it will uh, it, it, Skinner's it, it, back I mean, Skinner's way back Yeah
0: it's crazy No I saw someone tweet out that they were hoping Jordan Everly was okay So I wasn't really sure I have right now the I'm watching the Canadians Vancouver game What a game Absolutely insanity Might be one of the worst games I've ever seen And then I forget what I have yep. on the other TV Oh no it's Coyotes get That game is terrible And then Canucks Montreal on my other TV
2: it's just a horrible night for hockey all around. It's just bad game. Uh, Sabres and uh, Kraken has been fine, but, yeah, no one's happy in that uh, Canadiens and um, Jets game, or yeah. uh, Canucks game. Yeah.
0: They're, they're interchangeable at this point. Blake Wheeler does not have a goal so far this year. I find that outsta- like, astonishing. He's cooked. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to. I'm going Poor abs. Hope he's doing better. He's been insane this year, but I also do not want to hear the "we should have kept Jordan Everly" thing yet, because we know what we would have got with him, and I'm happy he's succeeding else- elsewhere. But
2: yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into it. We have, <laughs> no, We'll get
0: into it. <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of FUs to a lot of different people. Uh, I mean, I know we we want to talk about the building a little bit. Uh, so I guess we'll start off with the building, UBS Arena. It's beautiful. We'll go from the, the very beginning. We were allowed to tailgate, which was a massive W. I know Jake tailgated the home opener but didn't go to the game. I tailgated my game the next day against Toronto. No problems at all. The workers were cool with it. They didn't mind it. Uh, you know, it was fun. There wasn't really too many people there when I went because it was uh, NFL Sunday. So a lot of people were watching the Jets or Giants. So... I didn't get the full awesome tailgate experience yet at UBS, but it'll come around soon. I'm not too worried about that. The one and a half, I believe, mile walk from the Emerald lot to the stadium is kind of annoying. I don't mind it. It's a good little walk, but when it's going to be like 10, like 20 degrees out and snowing, it's going to be kind of brutal. I hope that by next year that won't be a thing. Uh anything you wanna add about the outside or the tailgating portion of the arena before we get into the inside part?
1: Uh yeah, so I went one I went Saturday on the home opener. I said I wasn't going to the game, so I went to the uh funny story. I went to the gate and the girl's like, It's free parking, but do you have a ticket? And I'm like, No, I was just here just trying to look at the scene from the outside, hang with a few friends. And they're like, oh, you can't come in unless you have a ticket. So I'm like, okay, how do I get out of here? She's like, go straight and then turn left. So I'm like, okay. I go straight, I park, and I stayed. They didn't fucking do anything. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of security guards watching, not saying anything. Um yeah, I can't really say well, I can when I went Wednesday, but from that day I didn't really can't really say too much about it. Like obviously it looks awesome.
0: It's good time. Where We're did you park obviously? Where'd you park? I parked on at Emerald. So what? What did your dad think of the walk? Well, on um, Wednesday you we parked
1: at um Diamond. But okay, for so the tailgate, you, that, um I parked just... in Emerald.
0: All right, So what's the a walk from was... Diamond? Then? Okay. Is it how much further is it? It's
1: technically the closest, but it's still a a, a far walk. All right, which is
0: insane. What did your dad think of the walk, though? He didn't really care that much, or was he kind of? He didn't say anything about it. it? All right, fair enough. I know your dad gives up gives us some hot opinions about the Islanders at times. Shout out, Big Man. Um, um,
1: do you want to get into Inside?
0: Yeah, because before we talk about the shit show that Gary Bettman and the NHL went on the last few games, let's talk about some positive stuff, the building opening. Did you try the Islander sandwich yet, or no?
1: No, the line was ridiculous. It was,
0: I had it with Connor. I went with our former co-hosts, Connor and Steve, and connor's neighbor we had a great time uh we, connor and i got the islander it was great i really enjoyed it i was also a little bit um we'll say <laughs> tipsy so but i would highly recommend it i'm gonna have it again it was like 15 bucks which is kind of outrageous but you know you, you got to eat there i wanted to try it out i would recommend the the cool thing they do have is a kiosk system downstairs right by the entrance kind of cool i mean different you know is what it is. I think the food's probably going to be really good there. It should be really good there. Um, You didn't go in the speakeasy, right? No, I did. I went there in first and second All right, hold up. So what is a speakeasy for the listeners that don't know?
1: I actually didn't know what it was. It took me a while to find it because I, I went to meet up with Frank and he sent me the speakeasy and what the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't know what and it is either. I, so. I just saw his tall fucking head and I'm like, okay, there it is. Right. It's it's just a I think it's just a a bar. I think I it's like bar. a
0: secret bar though, but yeah. like everyone knows about it. It's like yeah. a hidden bar, apparently. I thought it was cool though. I haven't been I haven't went in there yet. I know you don't need to be ID'd or anything because they only ID you if you buy a drink. So I do want to look at it. Uh, I literally went around the entire stadium looking for the Islander, and it was on the second floor, so that was kind of fun. The stadium's beautiful. I really do like it. It it doesn't feel like home yet, but it will come over time, especially when the team's playing better and the fans get more into the game because the stadium was dead when I went. I know for you it's probably rough because there was a lot of Ranger fans. But my only thing about it is – I have a few issues with it. Um, First off, you have 329 in a pretty brutal area. They're right behind the bars behind the right goal. I mean, It doesn't matter what side of the goal, but they're right behind the bars. They're not near the ceiling, and I personally would like them to be by the ceiling so they could do all the screaming and shouting, and it goes a little bit further because they're a lot lower from the ceiling than they used to be, obviously, at the Coliseum. And it's not going to be like the Coliseum. We all know that, but like, I'd like them if possible, but it's not going to happen because what say do I have if they were closer to the ceiling because there's seats above like them kind of on the other side so if they went up there and did all their screaming and chanting it would be a little bit more the noise would be a little bit more you know noticeable but i think as the fans get more into the game we'll carry like everyone will carry the noise and we have to because i really will miss the coliseum energy and i don't think we'll ever be able to replicate it until playoff time my biggest thing is I feel like the stadium just is kinda I don't want to say boring, but it just feels like it's the Prudential Center. It's nothing too crazy or wild. It's beautiful, it's awesome, but like at the end of the day it is just a stadium. So we have to we have to make the stadium the stadium, if you get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I mean I would agree. Um so I went with Craig and my dad, obviously. Craig got was up Craig. there for Saturday.
0: What? Shout out, Craig, for giving me the ticket. Yeah.
1: Um. And before he got there, he's like, before you go in the arena, just, like, don't get too excited. And I'm like, is it, like, bad? He's like, no, just, and then I went in the arena, like, and someone told me this. It's kind of an interesting way to look at it. Yes, it, it's a beautiful arena, but compare it to the other arenas in the league. Is it really that special?
0: I'd say no. It's awesome. Exactly. It is like, it's, awesome. It's, it's it is it's brand an new. NHL arena. It's an it NHL is. arena though. There's nothing like we have to make it the NHL arena. That's the thing with the oh, like I don't want to keep up bringing I don't want to keep bringing up the Coliseum, but man, the Coliseum was so special.
2: It was such a yeah, greasy yeah.
0: and ragged environment. It was beautiful for Long Island. They really they really messed it up by not doing it over properly. But UBS is great. I'm not going to get too negative on it yet. I feel like once the team gets better and we don't have to watch Andy Andreoff play hockey, it'll be better, I hope. But we have to make the stadium the stadium. We can't let the stadium control itself, you know? Ryan, did you see any anything on Twitter about the stadium? Because I know you haven't went yet, obviously.
2: Uh, not much, honestly. I mean, I saw a lot of like pictures at first of people outside and the outside looks really nice, but yeah, no, I, I totally get the vibe you were talking about AJ. It just seems like Prudential Center 2.0 and not like too distinct from the other hockey arenas around the league, which you know, like it, it, being a hockey arena, there's there's not gonna be um there's not gonna be too much difference from stadium to stadium, but the Coliseum was kind of special in its own way because it was like a relic of you know the you know the 80s and early 90s but yeah it kind of just felt like they took Barkley Center and moved it to Long Island much better than Barkley Center obviously but um it just just felt like a run-of-the-mill hockey stadium so far but I'm sure once things get going and I actually get to see it myself I'll have a better impression
0: yeah I'm definitely gonna go to a few games hopefully within the next few weeks I We got the fans back into it. It's been rough. We'll go over the games now, I guess. Starting off with the home opener. Um, a lot of guys got were put on the COVID list, so we can, let's go through the COVID list first. Cause I don't remember who got put on when, but obviously we had Bailey for, from the Florida game that we already talked about when we last recorded. Andres, Captain Anders Lee was put on the COVID list, so that's already two first liners down. Who else is on there? Chara, Green, Adam Pellick. Just name everyone that's out right now. There's so many guys. Green. Pulak's injured. I think we said that already. Uh, Nelson's out two to four weeks. Dobson was hurt for a game but came back. Thank goodness. Uh, Alec, Chara, Green. Sezikis is now on the COVID list. Uh Bo for a day. Uh Ross. Kiefer. Ross Kiefer. I think that's it. So we had nine I think we had ten guys in total on the list, but some of them came off like Bailey. Uh a lot of them have bad symptoms not bad symptoms, but they are feeling it right now with the COVID. Uh Brock isn't doesn't have COVID, but he's hurt. He was two to four weeks, and Pulak is Three to six weeks, I believe, or four to six weeks.
2: Enough to put him on LTIR.
0: Yeah, he's on LTIR. Fair enough. So that's
2: going to be at least a month.
0: It was, the, the home opener Saturday was rough. I mean, Andrew Mangiapane, Olympic, Team Canada, Olympic star, apparently now. Scored two goals. Rock and roll, christened the building twice. And, yeah, it just was a rough game. I mean, we're playing with AHL guys. I can't, I won't get too mad at the guys themselves. It's just unfortunate, situ- it's, it was an unfortunate situation, and fuck Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman literally made us play, and everyone applauded Gary Bettman for helping us stay on the island. Next time he comes back here, he's getting booed. Everyone's pissed off, because we had to play the Toronto Maple Leafs and the New York Rangers. You know, not a big game at all. With Andy Andreov, Richard Ponick, who did play well in the home opener. I'll give him that. Ponick looked really good in the home opener, but kind of was meh the other two games. Robin Salo, I mean, who did look man. really good. I do like Salo a lot, obviously. No surprise there. Koivala, thanks for not scoring in the Grant Pittsburgh Hutton. game. I never I'm want to sh- see Grant Hutton again. I apologize for hyping him up on this podcast. I really do apologize about that. We well, you
1: know, we can see why these guys were undrafted. I mean, that's
0: right. Yeah. Uh, what other non-NHL players did we have going? Sebastian Ajo should never step foot on NHL ice again. I
2: hate that <laughs> I'm gonna say this. He's looked better. <laughs> the, the, that Pittsburgh
0: game, he had so he had two really bad turnovers, and he got. Who did he get walked? He literally got walked badly by someone. But he has looked better. I will give him that. But at that the turnovers and the lack of defense on that one flight was brutal. But
2: there was a point in the Leafs game where he like hit LT on his Xbox controller and did like a little spin move, and I'm like, what am I even watching right now? Like it's 2021 and Sebastian Aho is doing spinoramas.
0: And it's not the real Sebastian Aho either.
2: That's right. Unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately, I mean, yeah, I the the Flames such a blur in my head. Uh, somehow both our goalies yeah. are still here, which is good. Yeah. But
2: I'm yeah, they pellic. gave our lama the start to open UBS Arena. They ran out Dobson, Chara, and the fourth line to kind of open it up. Like, oh, here's the future. Here's the past. Here's the present. But then we just got walked by a really good Calgary team. They took advantage of everyone on COVID. Brock got two goals. He looked good, and he's really been kind of the shining light the past month. Um, now he's gone. So we really lost those goal, that goal production from the lineup. Um, Calgary went off. Manjapané looked like a stud. Hannafin looked really good. Uh, Barlamov just doesn't have it yet. Um, it's tough. He's not going to stand on his head and win us a game right now. Like he could easily, if we put up like three goals in front of him, maybe he could go out and win. But he's not going to be like the Sorokin right now, giving us a dominant performance in that.
0: Yeah, Sorokin's better.
2: Definitely better. We've hit that point.
0: It it's just tough. You don't. We don't want to see losses. The team morale apparently is still high, but I'm not. I'm not worried. We're post. The games have been postponed. We'll get into that later too. It's whatever. Losing a home opener sucks. We lost the home opener at Barclays Center, and at the original Coliseum, we did win the quote-unquote reopening Coliseum game against Columbus. That was one of the most electric games I've ever been to. Man, that building. That um, <laughs> was comes back to the Coliseum with me somehow. Uh, game two, the game I won too. Oh baby, might have been one of the most dreadful games I've ever been to in person. That Mitch Marner shorthanded goal was absolutely insane. As a non-biased hockey fan, I was kind of not happy, but to see a highlight real goal like that from Mitch Marner, who I do like watching, because you it's kind of hard to not like Toronto besides the fact they have Tavares. And people were complaining about Tavares like, getting booed still. He's going to get booed every time he gets back here. It happens to so many players in the league. Why are we going to single out Islander fans for booing John Tavares? If we won that game... And we said a lot of mean things about him, like, saying we don't, like, enough of the we don't need you chant, like, if, like, screw you, Tavares, stuff like that, sure, but if we're going to get mad at Islander fans for booing still, come on, let's, like, let's loosen up a little bit. Adam Fox gets booed from Calgary fans, so, but you don't hear the media going off about it, because it's not the Islander fans, and it doesn't, you know, involve Toronto. Um, Yeah, that game was brutal. But three nothing Yes,
2: yeah, Sid Sixero called Islanders fans dogs. That was very cool and normal. Like you're you're definitely allowed to say that about every fan base and not just someone in a small market. Like that was awesome.
0: Yeah, it's it's embarrassing from the Toronto media, but I really don't expect anything better from them. It's just who they are. They think they are the mecca of hockey when they aren't even better than Montreal. I'll lay Montreal, let's go. My Habs now, I guess.
2: Yeah, That's I true. mean,
0: we got shut out by Joseph Wall. I've made fun of this guy for maybe a year and a half now because of his rookie card had no value. And then we get stonewalled by said rookie card with no value. Might have been one of the most humiliating things I've ever seen. Uh, we didn't, I didn't see a goal. That's two fucking games I've been to now that I haven't seen a goal. I want to cry. That is 120 minutes of NHL ice time without seeing the New York Islanders score. The power play was 0 for 5 or 0 for 6. The power play is laughable as always. Same thing. It No matter what happens, the power play has been a joke for a decade. I mean, it's just laughable how we can't get a power play goal. And yes, we do have AHL players. But even with the NHL players playing, they still suck on the power play. It's crazy. Uh, Wallstrom... Didn't did Wallström get benched in that game or no? Was that the Ranger game he got benched?
2: No, Wallström played. He played seventeen minutes in that game.
0: Oh wow! Can, he just he
2: was kind of a ghost.
0: Yeah, he's the, the, been pretty. miserable. Yeah. What game did he get Literally, benched though?
2: I feel like that was one of the Florida games. No.
0: It might have been the Tampa game actually. Now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I think it was the Tampa game.
0: It's just, I mean, if he's not getting, he can't get benched right now because who are they going to play? Andy Andreoff, who we'll get into later. But the- well, I think know
1: called him out after one of the games. Uh, it might have been the Panther one.
0: Yeah, it was, pro- it was probably the Tampa game because that's the game he benched him. But one thing with Walsham, I know we all love him, but he cannot be immune to criticism because if Noah Dobson could get criticized, so could Walsham for not showing up these last week and a half we really needed someone to step up and no one at all stepped up and it was pretty embarrassing dobson looked really good this week also so shout out noah dobson but yeah no one on this team is immune to criticism i don't like blaming trots or lamarillo but i see some points that are made about them that are correct but i'm not too heavy on bashing or Trot or like fire trots yet because we're losing games with andy andre often you know Little over dramatic. Yeah,
2: this is the most difficult. Tr- Trotz has said, like, this is the most difficult thing he's ever done right now, and I don't really, I don't really fault Lou for not building a team that's like thirteen defensemen deep because you lose five of them. Like, shout out Scott Mayfield for staying healthy the whole time. But I got some flack on Twitter for being like, this isn't really anyone's fault. Um, I, I just think they're kind of victims of the circumstance right now.
0: Alright, off-topic real quick, I'm going to jinx this game. Winnipeg has 41 shots and no goals, and Arizona has one goal on 14 shots. I love hockey. Heck yeah. We got to get into our PDO or whatever the thing I've been sending. I think it's PDO? That situation, we got to get into that after the Ranger game as well. Because we are very unlucky, apparently, which makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Jake, you were at the Ranger game? Take it away, yes, I was very sadly i, I I'll be <laughs> honest if no no, 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 arena, no, don't say very sadly, you got to see a fucking goal. I have not
1: i no okay, I would not have gone if it was just a regular game um yeah, like I said, I went with my um my dad and a family friend um seats were nice, all that, um, and it was actually allowed like you know a loud crowd until the rangers scored i missed the fighter goal because i was at the speakeasy and then i'm walking back with frank i'm walking him back to his seats and i hear um a cheer and like the um the sound that goes off when we give up a goal and frank's like yeah we just gave up a goal like all right see you frank um and ryan reeves is just fucking insane apparently but yeah it was um I mean, just a lot of fun watching Paul Ledoux and Thomas Hickey try and play hockey.
0: What it Ledoux, baby!
1: I do. of hopefully the ECHL. I mean, uh, it, I mean it was it was cool to be there, but just at some points it was depressing because it was a great, it was a good first period. Like they looked good, um, they just you know couldn't score, and then I saw Andy Andreoff score, which was just a bucket list moment for me. Um...
0: Dude, so I had so I had a bunch of people over my backyard. It was a night before Thanksgiving. I swear to God, I so I'll, I will post my Andy Andreov custom made Islander jersey on the Twitter. We haven't been tweeting out of there much because it's been too depressing. I don't I can't handle it right now, but I'm gonna get back to put, uh, doing the in game updates. So I have an Andy Andreov custom made Islander jersey with Scott uh, duct tape, whatever it's called, electrical tape. So he scores when I'm. I put on this jersey. He scores to make it two one. I take a beer. I start chugging it, and then I pour whatever was left on me. It was the most electric moment that night had until the Rangers scored ten seconds later. And I just felt like a complete idiot, and I wanted to go cry in a corner.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Good tip, I guess. But um. Andy Andreo. And then- and then I left after the other Rooney goal, or I think it was the second Carter goal. We left to beat traffic. Um, I went home. Good night. I actually caught a t-shirt. So they were giving out t-shirts, and then I caught a t-shirt. Odell, like catch. Cool. I'm not, not even going to lie. It's actually a fire shirt, the one I caught, the one that gave out. Some was it kid designed drip,
0: it. Was it the drip one?
1: No, no it, like, it was white. Drip? It had, like, New York Islanders and, like, a different font. It was kind of cool. Ah. I left it at home, though, so... Uh, but yeah, um, gonna try and go again next month. Hopefully, um, there'll be an NHL team on the
0: ice. Um. There was, just not wearing blue. Yeah, I mean, the Rangers. Yeah, seeing Ryan Reeves talk shit after beating the Islanders. I mean, I get it as a player, but you know the fans acting like they won the cup, in, like, lol. You guys suck. No shit, bro. We have Andy Andreoff in. I don't want to dog on Andy Andreoff because it's not all his fault. But man, it was just—he's giving a good effort. He's—he's <laughs> he's giving no. He's giving a good. I don't want to dog on him entirely because it's not his fault alone. It's not his fault that the team got COVID. It's not his fault. The rest of the AHL guys also suck. I, I keep dogging on him, but like Andy Andreev has a special place in my heart now from this experience. And one day we will look back on the Andy Andreoff experiment and be like, wow, that happened. We have one more game, the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, oh my god. Honestly, we didn't play bad. We lost oh, one nothing. I'll give the boys credit, they didn't play bad. They're in a terrible situation, enough of the excuses, yada, yada, yada. They almost beat the Pittsburgh Penguins with an AHL lineup. If Otto Koiva could have lifted the puck two inches, we tie the game. Did his best Wayne Gretzky impression by not being able to lift the puck.
2: That's right. <laughs> yeah, no. That game, like, the whole time I've been tweaking out, just like, let's get a goalie game where we just have our goalie look massive and stop every puck that comes his way. Sorokin winds up doing that, and it, it was just disheartening to see no one put the puck in the back of the net for him. Um, he had, like, three or four breakaways he stopped by himself from just bad defensive zone turnovers. That was probably, like, the most helpless I've held. But we looked fine. Like, we outplayed the Penguins. We just didn't get the goal, which is the hard part.
0: Yeah, I mean, Sorokin was outstanding, and now we have three goals in four games and seven goals in our last seven games. I, dude, it's just brutal, and, you know, we're a victim of circumstance, all that, but it's a long season, I'm not giving up yet, I'm not giving up yet, we got the games postponed, gives Nelson more time to heal up, gives Pulak some more leeway to heal up, let's see what happens, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying, oh, let's tank for Shane right yet, as depressing as it is right now, we have 60% of our game still at home.
2: I yeah I can't stand that right now. I don't even want to think of that. Like,
0: there's a whole lot, lot of hockey yeah. left.
2: I'm not. There's a lot of hockey left to play. Every team in the metro is playing out of their mind right now. Columbus might not stay this hot the whole year. Rangers could fall off. Uh, Devils aren't gonna stay this hot. Like, it's a lot of teams to leapfrog. But you know, if you tell me next month we go on like a seven twenty-five point percentage. And we're right back in, like, three games out from the, like, wild card two. I don't—I I, I don't—I think I'd buy that a month from now going into the new year. This same team
0: had a seven-game point streak at one time this season. It could happen. Again, I'm not—I'm not, you know, waving the white flag, not saying trade. We can't even trade people. Who are we going to trade? Varlamov? Clutterbuck? Parisi, Chara? Bailey, at most, we're not giving up most of our core, and no one's going to take most of our core. Let's well, say we did, we did want to do a total rebuild. We're not really going to get rid of Anders Lee. His contract's pretty immovable. You're not getting rid of Barzal or Bo. I mean, we're literally locked into this core, which is a scary thing, but I trust this core. They've led us so, so far so soon. I'm not ready to give up yet, and neither should you guys. And I know you guys aren't, but I see people on Twitter like, the season's over, yada, yada let's let's give them let's give them you know a few more weeks hopefully when we come back which we don't know is when yet i think our first scheduled game is is uh thursday against san jose or did we cancel that one yet no we only canceled two i would like us to cancel a few more i doubt we'll get a few more but we'll see if guys keep getting COVID. let let everyone rest up we're fine i'm not worried yet we're gonna have to reschedule some games And let the boys get healthy. Let's win some, we're going to win some hockey games. My only thing is if the COVID effects that the guys have are not everlasting, but overlapping with when they're quote unquote healthy, that could be a real big issue and that could really kill the season. But obviously their health does come first before our hockey fandom, as we all know. So hopefully that doesn't happen for both our sakes, but we want them being more healthy more importantly. But that could be a very big factor with what goes on the rest of the year. Because you could look at a team like the Canucks. Their season got n- – or was it the Canucks or the Flyers? That season really got murdered by uh, COVID last year. It
2: was the – oh, last year was the Canucks. They had a 20-day break.
0: I don't see us going that far yet. I mean, I think we'll maybe get Thursday and the game after canceled. But hopefully we you know, have a few more guys yeah. back.
2: I think we'll play. I mean, we'll find out if we're flying to San Jose tomorrow because that's like a cross county country flight. We're home. Um, Oh, we're home. Yeah, we're home. Then we play Detroit away. So, well, we'll find out if they have to make the cross county or country flight. Like, I don't think they're gonna fly them out here just to not play.
0: Let me see um, if they play anyone.
2: Yeah, let's see who they play right before they, they us. They literally
0: play New Jersey tomorrow, so okay, so they right, will that's still be here. Then. They they're that's probably gonna try to fit tough. that. They're probably gonna try to make us play that. I I mean yeah, we'll go on to the whole Gary Bettman thing right now. The league's kind of a joke for forcing us to play, not only because we there's a rule where if you do not have a competitive squad, and this is. I don't even know if this is COVID-related. If the game is so uncompetitive and unfair, they're just going to cancel it and reschedule it, they'll do that. They're not going to do that for an Islander-Ranger game, apparently, because that's too much money lost in their pockets, which I get that. But, I mean, do you really want to risk spreading COVID to the other team, which now Greg McKay gets COVID? He did not play in that game, so I will not say that he got COVID from the Islanders yet. But if a lot of their guys get COVID now... Batman should be really reconsidering all his decisions. I hope they don't get covid, but if they do, it it's just a really bad look for the league and Batman, so I don't want to say good, but like that's what you get for playing stupid games and putting people's health at, you know, jeopardy.
2: But uh... Yeah, it's really lame. <laughs> it's just so lame. I think I, I think we really like even Ledecky probably pushed to have the home opener. Just so we could do the ribbon cutting, and it's kind of like an achievement for Long Island. So that's it. But like once we got that one game, I, I knew the NHL wouldn't call off any of the next like three or four. It's just stupid. Year. They took
0: away six points from potentially six points. And you know, it's kind of like I, I don't care about us being made fun of or memed. It's whatever. It's the stupid internet. It's just every game and every point really matters a lot more now because of the league's incompetence but you get what you get and we're gonna have to battle back either way we're gonna have to battle back and we will i believe i believe in this team like i've said so many times uh what else i mean we're gonna bullshit for a little while like always some random topics but do we have anything else islanders really do want to talk about
2: uh do you guys think that kyle Palmer is andrew lad 2.0 no. No. I've been seeing it all over Twitter from, like, I all seen that yet. Really, all, like, that 40-year-old, like, islander. Well, Andrew Adler, like, oh, so. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, this year, of Yeah, course. no, Andrew
0: Latt <laughs> is better than Kyle Palmieri, so.
2: More and more people are saying that, but, yeah, it's, it's just really frustrating right now seeing people, like, I, I know the SUV tweeted out, it was just, like, P P M P no heart, and it was Parise, Peugeot, and, um, Paul Mary and like i think like they're trying hard it's just really hard right now when um guys are playing 25 minutes a night against everyone else's top lines and like you know the second you get off andy andronov or uh i don't want to pick on him because he tries hard but um well, or like you know paul Ledeau or would do or something yeah did. hell yeah but, like, you you go off and you don't want to get off the ice because you know some certified scrubs coming on the second you get off.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think people are taking everything way too serious and literal. It is a hockey game at the end of the day, and we are diehard fans. But if you – I don't want to say use your head, but, like, look at the team that's out there. If you were going to go on a tirade on Twitter because Andy Andreoff, Sebastian Aho, Grant Hutton – Richard Ponick are not playing well enough for the Islanders to win hockey games. What are you expecting? What are you looking for? We know what the situation, we know what's going on. Just live with it. People literally wanting Kyle Palmieri traded because he's worse than Andrew Ladd right now, which is hysterical, are the same people that wanted him re-signed the second he scored the first overtime playoff goal. We saw it in the playoffs. Yes, he did not look good in the regular season last year. Yes, he has not looked good in the regular season this year. Give it time. No one looks good right now.
2: Exactly. I think you nailed it right there. Besides Sorokin.
0: Uh, Besides Sorokin, and now Noah Dobson wants to look elite. Hey, I'm here for it.
2: I swear to you, there's two different Noah Dobsons. One play is, like, super intense. And then the other is just, like, kind of lackadaisical out there. And the intense one's so good at hockey. But the other one's just, like, you know, he's just, like, a sixth defenseman. Like, if he keeps this intensity up going forward, he's going to be a stud. But it's really about just bringing the energy every night.
0: I mean, though, one other good thing, not good thing, but another positive thing out, out of this COVID situation is we finally did get to see Robin Salo play. He didn't look... Outstanding until the Pittsburgh game. The Pittsburgh game, I think he wowed almost the entire fan base with how good he looked, which I was so proud. Not okay, I don't want to sound weird. I was so happy to see things. So he's like, he, he's not my kid. I'm not so proud as a fan and uh, I own a diehard. I'm very happy to see the kid succeed and I'm hoping, hoping he has a spot in the lineup when everyone comes back because he looked so much better than Zedano Chara. Like I said, Chara for Norris, but. Robin Sallow should be a starter for the rest of his career. He should never be in the AHL ever again. Hopefully, but who knows with Trotz and how he handles youngsters. Hopefully we get Salo over Chara or Salo over Green, because Salo is a really good player, and he showed it against Pittsburgh. I think that's my one take that he should not go back to the AHL or else I'll be really sad. Um yeah. anything else?
2: No, not much to talk about right now. They stink. You got anything, Jake?
0: Uh no, not
1: nothing really. Um I mean he should stay up. Um I think maybe Ponic should stay
0: up. Um Who's Ponic staying but... up over though? That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Fellows, uh, Ross. Oh, percent agree with Ponic. I'm
2: cool with Ponic being the thirteenth forward. It's just hard to fit him in the lineup at full health. Bella didn't bells look half decent one of the games too yeah no yeah he, he has good xg numbers it's just like he's such a bad shooter that yeah. it's not like it's a yeah you could do ross it's just ross gets claimed the second he hits waivers by some like great team oh yeah God. the rangers take him in like five seconds And, uh, you know, like I built my brand off the man, but if you want to break up the best fourth line in hockey and put Richard Ponick on, uh, I'm telling you, maybe you want to put Sezikis out there, Clutterbuck out there, and if you you just want to try Ponick in the other spot, maybe. Yeah, Um, okay, yeah. Something I thought about.
0: Yeah, that's actually a really good thing, because I forgot I want to talk about that and then the uh, Islanders PDO real quick. The fourth line has been terrible this year. They look absolutely feeble. They look cooked. Sizikas is still pretty solid, but not playing that great. Clutterbuck is mid at best, probably less than mid. And then Matt Martin's just been non existent. I was watching against my coworker. So if you're going to do nothing for the entirety of this homestand, throw the body at least. Make some big hits. Get yeah. into a fight. Do something to amp up the fans. They're, I don't want to say they're being soft because they're not soft hockey players by any means. But do something. Get the crowd into the game. Get, you know, get some juices flowing. Do something stupid. Don't get suspended. Don't take someone out like, um, watch his face. But get something Marchand. going. Yeah, Marchand. What a week he's had after getting hit with a glove by Panarin. <laughs> Poor Brad. So, I mean, depending what he said to Panarin, that he might have, des- he probably Ooh. deserved it. I like Marshawn though. He's great for hockey. He's just an awesome villain to have. Love him or hate him, he's great for the sport.
2: I do too. Normally he's pretty clean in being a villain too, which you can appreciate. But then like something like this happens where yeah, he used to be really awesome dirty. Sport. So yeah,
0: I'll take it now. I, the Bruins. When we're not playing the Bruins, they're such a likable team. With if you don't hate them, Marshawn is so much fun to watch because he's just a little rat out there. Bergeron's one of the best two-way centers to ever do it, and then is Pasta, and then Charlie McAvoy. But, yeah, so if you didn't see Panarin threw his glove on the bench at Brad Marchand, who was on his bench, and it was a lot of Twitter memes out of it. It was great. It was funny. Apparently, Marchand said something that was exnophobic, something about Russia to him. I believe it's exnophobic. I don't know. Zeno, yeah. Zeno. Oh, I sound like an idiot now.
2: No, no, you're good. Nothing
0: nothing ever changed. <laughs> But I hope he didn't say anything too bad to Panarin, but also if he said nothing that was that big of a deal, I mean, he probably said something really bad and we'll hear about it in a few years, and everyone will not like Brad Marchand. We'll see for that,
2: though. Well, Brad said um, we were talking about Thanksgiving dinner and he didn't like what I had to eat, so you can only imagine um, what what, uh, Brad said out there. But, uh, yeah, uh, what were we just talking about before uh, Marchand? The fourth line? Oh, uh, the
0: fourth line and how feeble they've been.
2: Yeah, like, just fight. It, it's like, it's a net neutral penalty if you can find someone to dance with. Like, for Clutterbuck or Martin right now, like, when we're down, like, one goal with a bunch of AHL guys out there, you might as well get the crowd into it. You might as well fight. You're not really going to, like, do something stupid and, like, make a, like the team go on the PK or something. And right now, neither of them are even playing on the PK. It's just really tough right now for those two, and I think they just like, you know, need to be knuckleheads for a little bit to get the juices going.
0: Yeah, I don't want to like give up on them either because they're not having a good time, but they need to step it up. And I wouldn't hate Tonic on the fourth line for a few games.
2: Just see what it looks like. See what Casey Cizikas looks like next to like a skilled player. No offense, but like. (laughs) No offense. Yeah.
0: Someone
1: who isn't a grinder. Jake? I pulled it out. What? Coyotes pulled
0: out the one. Oh, 46 always... game out. I thought you said oh, I, I learned something else. Yeah, that's crazy. Good for the Yodies. They're having they're having the Yoties, The Yotes. They're having a lot more fun than we are. Um I Page guess... Milka. Yeah. Uh PDO. The Islanders are one of the unluckiest teams in hockey right now. We have a 31% shooting 31st in the league with our shooting percentage that convert into goals i believe it's said I uh, uh Ryan you you talk about the the graphs and the charts you know that a lot better than i do but i know how to read them
2: Yeah the, see the thing with pdo is pdo basically is uh how you'd assume like goals are scored like it it is based on luck heavily, but like it also is, it does show you the shooters in your lineup and how skilled they are. So like, let's say Palmieri and they have like bad PDO, they're they're getting unlucky. But like when Kiefer Bellows has a bad PDO, it's it's because he can't shoot. shoot. Like it, it it just means we're doing all the little things right, and hypothetically everything should turn around. Which I'm very excited to play San Jose because they're a bad team, and then. Ottawa, Chicago, like, I think when we played Chicago, that was one of our more complete performances because, like, you see that PDO, like, in real time. You see the goals going in because, like, we're taking the right shots even with COVID right now. Uh, the reason our PDO is so low is because, like, a low PDO means that you are taking the right shots, you're doing the right things, you're just not getting the goaltending and you're not getting the... um the bounces where a high PDO is kind of showing a team punching above its weight. So, I mean, like we're doing good on XGs. We're doing good on deserve to win. We're doing good on like every little metric besides the puck going in the back of the net. So should we have taken one game or two, this like little trip? I don't really think so. I think Calgary deserved to beat us. I think that Toronto played better than us. I think the Rangers was a 50, 50. And then I thought um, that we should have beat Pittsburgh. So I'd call that 1.5 wins. So I don't really know if the numbers are saying everything there, but we'll see, I guess.
0: Yeah. Things will come around. It's only, you know, it's the reverse Newton law, I like to call it. Whatever comes up, whatever goes down has to come up. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of hockey left. Jake, do you have your prospect report?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just a win report because we obviously called a bunch of people up. Um, Colin Adams played his first game. I think he was a fifth-round pick a few years ago. played his first game in Bridgeport. Uh, I think he has, like, four now. Um, got his first pro goal the other day. Uh, Zarnik's been racking up points. Um, they haven't been winning, though. Again, they don't have half their roster. Um, none of their games got postponed or anything. Um, they've just been calling guys up from the UCHL team and just putting playing them. Uh, Simon Holmes from racked a few more points. Um so yeah, that's about it. Um Duke-Hurt hasn't been playing that much, so uh Ratu has played. Bobby got his first goal. Um it's good to him for uh to, to take a few shots. Um <laughs> uh and that's about it. And uh Ishikov's season started last week, but nothing has happened. Where is he playing? Um He's playing in some team in the KHL.
0: Kyle Oposo had two assists tonight. Oh, my goodness. He's been great this year. I think he, he has. has, like, 15 points. He has... Hold on. Yeah, he does have 15 points. 15 points, sorry. I have him in hockey oh. now. Better than your dumb mango.
1: And Limo has zero points in six games. Who? Leo. Oh.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> how's, um, how's Buddy from the Q doing? I saw that he had a couple points... I don't know their prospects names just like uh William Dufour the you talked about Dufour yeah I saw you had like 8 points in 4 games or something but Now he something? has
1: 36 now he has 36 points in 22 games he's got 18 goals 18 assists all right the future's bright um
0: Oh the one thing book. with Dufour that I sent Jake Jake do some talking while I find this uh the tweet I sent you
1: Yeah um Sam Bolbeck I'm surprised they didn't call him up but uh, he's had a very rough year this year. Zero points through 16 games. He had 14 through 24 last year. A um, little concerning, but again, we don't know. I haven't been watching Sam like day by day. Um, Simon Holmstrom just brought him up. I'll get the official statistics, but...
0: All right, um, let, get... me, let me talk about Dufour then while you look yeah, up Simon. It, yeah. All right, so Dufour right now is on pace, or three days ago was on pace for 55 goals. And the last time there was a player that hit 50 goals in the queue was Alex Berboulay, who was on Tampa in seventeen eighteen. So since 2011-2012, there's been eight players that get 50 goals, and this is a little bit concerning because of the names. 2011-12, Zach O'Brien. Do you know who he is? No. Nope. 2012-2013, Anthony Mantha. We all know who that is. That's right. Thirteen, fourteen, Anthony Mantha, some guy named Plant. I don't. There's no first name there. And Anthony Duclair, who we all know who that is. Now here's where it gets fun. Fourteen. I don't know. If I said fourteen, fifteen already, I apologize. But fourteen, fifteen, Maxime Saint Sierre, maybe. Don't know who that is. And then sixteen, seventeen, Giovanni Fiore. No clue that is. And then seventeen eighteen was ABB. I mean...
2: And he's in the NHL. I mean, the Q's a joke, but, like, it it's still nice to see that at least Mantha's there and Duke. Yeah, like, Mantha. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean... it It's really a, a coin flip, but you want him to do good either way, so I will not say a, a bad thing about it. All right, Jake, what are you looking up now?
1: Or oh, just saying that Holmstrom has 12 points in 20 games, and I think that's it. Um, actually, one more thing. I'm going to check Bodhi's actual stats, but I did see that he got his first goal for um, the Swedish team. Yeah, he's got six points in 15 games, one of those being a goal.
2: How did he get a goal without any shots? Took bang. a shot. Bang, bang. Uh, I wish you can see. Uh, maybe you can check on
1: the prospects, but I want to see how many shots he takes.
0: Uh, zero.
2: I was really um, excited about him. No. Everyone
0: was on draft day because he was <laughs> supposed to be the guy. He's I like, mean, what a steal! Who knows?
1: I mean, that's, I doubt he gets a chance anymore, but
2: you never know. I Lou mean, is
0: petty. Lou is petty. Yeah, I know. Um, we'll switch it up a little bit. Unless you do you have any more prospects to talk about, or could I quit bullshit?
1: No, we could bullshit. Uh, I just saw that um, New York City FC is in the semifinals for the MLS Cup.
2: Yeah, I'm very happy we're doing this tonight because I'm watching tomorrow night. Um, we'll see. I mean, they're playing the best team right now in MLS history, in the Reds. Like, this is the best single season any MLS team's had. So, if we beat them, we beat Philly. We go to the final. If not, uh, if not, season ends tomorrow, and I guess we'll do with that as it may. But still, it's been a fun ride. I went to the playoff games Saturday. Today, we played the Leafs, but then that game was after the playoff game.
1: Red Bulls got cocked.
2: Yeah, Absolutely man. If the Red Bulls won, it would probably wind up being an NYCFC versus Red Bulls Eastern Conference Finals. That would have been cool.
0: Yeah. Liverpool was good. I saw three Liverpool yeah, goals back. in 30 minutes before I saw like an Islander goal in like 120. Kind of sad.
2: Holy cow.
0: Yeah, you see Salah finish 7th in seventh and Ball door? Yeah, I did see that. Uh, one more it's hockey thing before yes. we go off and do some banter. Evander Kane was put on waivers, and the amount of reactions and scare the Islander fan base had was so typical. We weren't going to pick him up. It was obvious. But Chris Johnston retweeted something saying hashtag IOs under a Evander Kane tweet, and everyone lost their mind for a minute. There was no way we were getting a Kane with his cap hit, and he's not vaccinated, so Lou would not accept him. And he has a lot of issues going on. We won't get into because I don't know them specifically, and if how true they are.
2: Yeah, they're just not fun to talk about. It's just not a yeah. <laughs> but, we did yeah. a much.
0: We did a lot of negative talking, so we won't bring up more negative stuff. But that was a really fun twenty minutes when no one knew what was going on, and people wanted a Kane. I love Evander Kane as a player. He'd be great on the Islanders, but it, we knew what wasn't going to happen realistically.
2: Yeah, it's just so weird to see an insider just retweet someone say hashtag Isles. Like, that was weird, man. And uh, there's there's been some rumors that, like, he, he's going to be traded in the next 24 hours, so it's still on my radar, but... I, I think Lou's going to just stick it out with this core until it's time to either blow it up or buy in.
0: Wait, he's going to get traded, apparently? I didn't even see that today.
2: Yeah, San Jose's offering teams to take him half-retained just to get him out of there. Oh,
0: my I, I don't...
2: I do. It's it, a good deal if you could get it, but yeah. so much baggage Please, is with just it.
0: vaccinate yourself, be a decent human being, and come no, here. No, he, he got vaxxed. He got vaxxed?
2: Yeah, Lou, for real Lou, this time. Lou,
0: Lou, Lou. All right.
2: No, 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 no. I, I think you should read up a little bit more about him. he's not a good dude.
0: <laughs> I know his, Yeah, it's tough. He's such a not. Uh, he's such a bad person, but he's such a good he's hockey so player. Bad. Yeah. If I love
2: his style. If the things, I
0: just... if the things are true that he that he did, oh my goodness! If he faked yeah. a vaccine card and then the whole wife thing, uh, there's no way. But that would be, from a hockey standpoint, Lou could save his ass. With the bad offseason he had now. But from a moral standpoint, yeah, that's going to be a pass. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'd be such a shit show if we got him. I'd be very excited from the hockey. Oh, my God. The PR nightmare the Islanders would have. It'd be so bad. (laughs) Speaking of PR nightmares, I finished up The Sopranos. And that ending kind of sucked i like it but i wanted better i'm not gonna spoil it for jake but damn i really was kind of let down by the ending
1: yeah so i tried to fix my HBO max so it's playing now but now it's freezing so i can hear them but i can't see the screen
0: you gotta hurry up so we can like talk about it
1: i'm watching it um you know on that website that
2: right. I'm not going
0: to disclose. The HBO Max website, yeah. Yeah, the HBO Max <laughs> website. Have any of you guys been to Montreal before? No. I mean, no. I've been to Toronto,
2: but... I'm trying to go up in the spring to see a game or something.
0: Yeah, because I'm trying to find out what to do. I'm going with one of our co-hosts, uh, former co-hosts, Connor, and one of our good pals. So I'm trying to figure out things to do there besides... Legally going to bars. I know the clubs there are out out of this world good. The poutine. The poutine. Well, obviously the Putin. I'm gonna bring my skates up. It's gonna be a six hour drive. So hopefully we don't get caught in a snowstorm. Yeah, it's only a six hour drive from Long Island. I was kind of shocked about that. Not gonna lie. Yeah. What else has been really going on? And has there anything interesting going on in the world since last time we talked? Um... My life re- revolves so much around the island. Oh there's the a Mets, new... I mean the fucking Mets. The Mets, yeah. The Mets
2: baby, yeah, that rocked. Um just Cashman's fucking still so simple. But listen, there's two there's three I don't know, I feel like bias days, but there's two shortstops left for the Yankees. Um
1: yeah, uh, Anderson Simmons. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's right. Man,
1: what a mess. But um Sorry man, um we got a new hitting coach, so we're back. Jose Peraza. Awesome.
2: Met yeah, they got Peraza yesterday.
1: I mean, am so happy Mets, we Chicago. got Drake.
0: I'm so yeah. hyped we got Drake. Yeah, so a home run John We saw it. Uh, so mm-hmm. for the Met, for the people at home that don't know what's going on, the Met signed, uh, the second best pitcher in baseball, debatably, or second or third best pitcher, in Max Scherzer. I'd say third. Who's 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 above him besides Corbin Burns, Burns? 1,000%. All All right, fair. I think it's very close. And oh, shares, yeah. shares his piece of work a little bit, obviously, more favored over Burns. But I think Burns last year was better. Oh, uh, Who else the Mets sign? They got Starling Morte um, and Eduardo Starling Escobar.
2: Starling Marte, uh, Mark Kana. Oh,
0: yeah, then Kana, then too.
2: Eduardo L. Escobar from the... Eduardo Escobar. Yeah, great, great three-day period. I don't think it's over yet. I'm very excited. It's been, like... Twitter's been a friggin' war <laughs> the past 24 hours just to get, like, one insider to bring in news. Now there's a
1: lockout coming, so.
2: Yeah, lockout's coming. I mean, this gonna distracted. be
1: quiet for a while.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like the Yankees are going to make some good value moves after the lockout. I think they're just kind of waiting and not, like, spending big money after this DJ thing has kind of become a fiasco. Um, yeah,
0: the ground out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we are, Jake and I are both the Yankee fans, if no one knew that. Now yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh, just check Jake's Twitter account. He's wishing horrible things upon Brian Cash when every hour we don't make a move. I yeah, should just
1: anyway. do something. Uh,
2: I don't you should even wake Let's yeah. start with
1: waking up. Yeah, I <laughs> sleeping bag. <laughs> you know, when I was in
2: too. college, I hated, like, the Yankees and the fans and everything. Now I just kind of feel, like, apathy because, like, I wish for you guys, like they were trying and spending money yeah, and no. acting like the Yankees.
1: Yeah. Like but... it, it'd make the Subway series better. Like, there's just.
2: It was really good last year. Like, I've always hated the Subway series, but that was you the first guys. time I had fun. Yeah. For us, it, it was fun. <laughs> but
1: then Nestor showed you guys out. That was fun.
0: Yeah. yeah was,
2: he's really good, man. I like him a lot.
0: Best picture in New York. Uh, Best pitcher in New York. there's
2: Paloma <laughs> t- <laughs> Cures or Jacob DeGrom and uh, I, I think a Garrett Cole. Oh, yeah, Yankees lost Klubot to the Rays. Um, uh, that I'm was fine, cool. But... Yeah, he's. he's they're going to just use him as like an opener down there or something and he'll be fine, but I don't know.
0: I, dude, I still can't believe the Jets lost to the Coyotes and they had 30 more shots than them. I love is
1: an actual quality goalie. So is Wedgwood.
2: This season's going to build a lot of character for those guys just taking all those shots.
0: Yeah, it's going to send them into early retirement.
2: Yeah, that's right. Working on a payday, I mean, that Mark guy from Buffalo got, like, a huge payday from the Bruins, and now every time I see him, he looks cooked. Are well, the so Bruins
0: kind of pretty... mid this year? But yeah, the, they, got, they're around, the like, where the Flyers are. Yeah, but they're supposed to be better than the Flyers. They're the Boston yeah. Bruins. They're 11 7 0. That's kind of. I mean, they have games in hand, obviously, but, like, you know, you always think of the big bad Bruins. They had a pretty good offseason, too. They did lose David Krejci, but they got Nick Foligno. They got. who? They had some really good signings. They kind of forget who they are at, right this second.
2: Eric Holland. Er- I, I love Eric Holland.
0: Great bottom. Derek Sorbet.
2: Yeah they got really good... Yeah, forward
0: Forbart? Forbart? Forbart. Yeah, Forbart. Forbar, Forbart? Yeah, <laughs> He's a solid defenseman. Solid. He reminds me of Kyle... Uh, not Kyle Clifford. Uh, what's it? Connor Clifton. Who they love there. Or, yeah. or used to love. Jake Dabrusk is on the move. I know Islander fans want him. For what reason? I don't know. He's just baby Josh Bailey. I mean, a guy. I could
2: go without getting Jake Dabrusk...
0: I don't want to make a panic move unless. No. I mean, unless it's a top six forward and there's only two guys available and Uh is not getting traded and the other is Evander Kane, so that will will not happen. That would be. Evander Kane is the most anti Lou move ever. It's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's so anti Lou but you want the hockey player, but you don't get the hockey player only, which is a sad thing.
2: Yeah, that's why he's available. No one <laughs> would is... trade a guy like yeah. that if he wasn't. like. It's a catch-22, and someone's going to look horrible for doing it, and you just know the media is sitting on another big story that the second he gets traded, is going to break. You From don't... being a Mets fan, I'm just kind of scorned into thinking that's what happens every time, but...
0: I mean, yeah. the only thing that Lou's gonna be like, oh, we're gonna change this guy's life around. It's not happening. Don't, no one get your hopes up here. And by the time you're hearing this, he already got traded probably, or he's in uh, with the Barracuda.
2: So, yeah. And Lou would make him shave. That would be the only thing he really does. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a mess. We'll be back. We'll be fine. We're already at the hour mark. Hopefully, we have a podcast for you next week because that means we're playing games. If there's not there's if there's nothing to talk about we're not gonna really have a podcast for no games unless you know we make if we do make a massive trade like a Vander Kane, we'll have a mini episode like the day after we make a trade just to talk about it but that's not gonna happen do not expect it to happen i don't want it oh my god it'd be such a mess all right anything you guys want to say before, before we wrap up here
2: Nobody panic. We're winning four in a row. I'll call my shot. I think we're winning the next four.
0: Get healthy. Get healthy.
2: Get healthy. Be safe, Islander fans. Have a good one. Peace out.